morning, it's May 3rd, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Have you ever heard the saying, history repeats itself? Not only is this basically true, but the reason is because we refuse to learn lesson, lessons from the past and try to repeat things that have failed when we last tried them. Last week I mentioned that the Biden administration was going to tinker with the way they give out mortgage rates. It will be based on your credit score. And this is the way it's always been. The better your credit score, the better terms you get on a loan. Not just on mortgages, but just about any loan you want to apply for. The reason is a lending institution looks at the risk involved. After all, the most important factor to them is that you have the ability to repay the loan. That's why lenders require mortgage insurance on certain loans. But the Biden administration has decided to reverse those tactics. Under their new rules, if you're applying for a mortgage and you have excellent credit, you will pay a higher rate than someone who does not have good credit. As I said, I spoke briefly about this last week, but now we're seeing the actual rules. FHFA Director Sandra Thompson objected to any characterization that the plan will socialize mortgage lending risk. Ms. Thompson says the new policy, quote, won't impose higher fees on higher credit score borrowers than on lower credit score borrowers, all else equal. End quote. She says some borrowers with high credit scores may even pay less. Now, just being honest, I'm confused about how she defines the term all else equal. We've heard the word bandied about throughout the Biden term in office, and it never seems to mean anything good for people who have tried to comply with the rules. The new rules would add fees for borrowers with high credit ratings and large down payments and use them to reduce the cost of borrowing for those with worse credit and smaller down payments. Just a little wealth redistribution using a sleight of hand. And according to calculations by Everscore ISI, buyers with strong credit scores between 720 and 739 who make 15 to 20% down payments will see their rates increase by three quarters of a point. That means if you thought you were getting a mortgage at one cost, you are suddenly realizing it will cost you more. Borrowers who put down 20 to 25% will see rates increase by half a point. Those numbers are important because this is how the mortgage market prices risk. When the cost of loans is disconnected from the likelihood of default, bad things happen. The American Enterprise Institute looked at default rates of Fannie Mae Freddie Mac owner occupied 30-year fixed-rate purchase loans acquired in 2006 and 2007, remember those days, and found that among borrowers with credit scores between 720 and 769 and 20% down payment, the default rate was between 4.2% and 8.8%. Among borrowers with less than 4% down payments and credit scores between 620 and 639, the default rate was between 39% and 56%. That's a pretty staggering number, and that's why they factor in risk. Now, does any of this remind you of the problems interfering the marketplace caused in 2008? Democrats in Congress decided that everyone should be able to afford a house, and the result was Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae being directed to purchase the mortgages that were not that sound. The subprime mortgage crisis was a significant contributor to the housing market crash of 2008. Banks and other financial institutions gave loans to people who did not have the credit worthiness to repay them, which were then packaged and sold to investors as mortgage-backed securities. When homeowners began defaulting on their mortgages, the value of these securities plummeted, leading to significant losses for investors and the collapse of the banking system. But here we go again with the government starting a program where people who are not really qualified to buy a home will be incentivized to go ahead and buy one. In 2008 crash, people were taking out second mortgages on their homes because they thought the price of homes would just keep rising. 
People were taking out adjustable rate mortgages. And when the interest rate went up, they could not afford the payments. And I fully understand that the American dream is to be a homeowner. But I also get it that not everyone is prepared to be a homeowner. There's a lot more to owning a home than just making the payments on your mortgage. If something goes wrong with the house, you don't have a landlord to call and tell them to fix it. You have to pay to fix it yourself. People who purchase homes because some government inducement often do not, do not have the spare cash to make repairs and general upkeep on a home. Hopefully someone will stand up and cry foul. Senator John McCain tried to do this in the early 2000s. In his run for the presidency in 2008, he made this statement, and I quote, The match that lit the fire came from the government-sponsored mortgage companies Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, which backed risky home loans with encouragement from Senator Obama and his cronies in Washington. End quote. In that debate, Obama fired back and both were correct. Deregulating the financial mortgage markets led to the crisis and forced the government to bail out not only the big banks, but other companies as well. Well, history is now starting to repeat itself, and we're not listening, and we may be headed for another crisis. This has been Two My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, recommend it to your friends and hit the subscribe button.